Hey, what's going on, golfers? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Chasing Your Best, and this podcast is and always will be dedicated to the golf learning curve. What that means for you is my discussions centered here are all around golf improvement and divvying up your time and resources to try to figure out how you can best use them and uh, just just kind of get, get a little bit better, a little bit better every time you go out. And maybe not every time you go, but at the end of the day, I want your trajectory on a nice upward slope, just like we would like to see our 401k in the stock market just a little bit every year, a little bit every year adds up a lot over time. That's the power of compounding skills and interest and also building out a system that you can make your decisions around. Today, I wanna talk about advanced course management strategies. Course management, I think, is a piece of the game that is highly underrated, not talked about enough. And as a whole, I think that not a lot of course management is implored or employed or thought about. I think a lot of people just hit golf shots, go find it and, and take it from there. Let's preface this discussion really quick with these are my thoughts. And, and these are basically these thoughts have evolved through my coaching and also things I've read and the data I've read. I'm trying to make this a conversation about statistics and probability and not a conversation about my preferences for course management. So that is the background. It's the reading I've done. It's the research I've done. It's the other professionals I've talked to. It's my background coaching. And the other side of course management is if you are still in a stage at which you do not get the ball airborne consistently, say five, six, seven times out of 10, course management does not need to be a priority for you. But what you do need to work on is getting the ball airborne, and you should also have a basic understanding of course management. So although I don't want you focused on course management, if you're still learning to get the ball airborne, you can still have a core understanding of how to work your way around the golf course because course management starts from the beginning, meaning that your decisions you make today will add up later over time, and you wanna build, it, it really comes down to the habits you're building and the amount of time you're spending outdoors on the golf course and the things that can be done over that amount of time if you allocate your time and you just you pound in good habits and you create good habits and you just work through some of the bad patterns that you may or may not have otherwise experienced. But course management at its simplest form can really boil it down to this. And if you just wanted to stop hitting the record button right now, you kind of got your nugget for the day. Course management can be boiled down to this. You want to get the ball on the green as fast as possible, and you want to keep your golf ball over the safe stuff as long as possible. So for example, if you're on a dogleg left, the ideal shot shape is a draw. It keeps the ball over the short stuff for the longest period of time. That is basic course management. If the pin is on the left side of the green and you have water left, the best shot into that green is a draw. It's keeping the ball over the fairway and over the green for the longest amount of time possible. And you can really boil course management down to just that. But we're gonna dive into kind of the finer details of it and, and just break it down further so you can get a deeper understanding of, of how to make these decisions. Now I'll tell you one thing about course management. One thing about course management that makes it a lot easier is number one is to have a predictable ball flight and number two to have a predictable miss. If you have those things and you've worked to make those things part of your golf game, course management becomes a whole heck of a lot easier. And if you're not there, that's okay, but I want you to be working towards that. Eliminating half the golf course is, is a big deal when it comes down to making decisions that are, you know, decisions that are in favor of your golf game.
So let's take a, a dogleg right. Let's take a dogleg right par four, for example. It's going to be 360 yards. It's going to be 220 yards to the corner of the dogleg. The pin's going to be on the right side of the green, and you're also going to have water and out of bounds to the right. So visualize that. This is pretty common in golf. Dogleg right, pins on the right side, trouble right. 220 yards to get you to the corner. Now, I really want you to play the hole in reverse in your head first is, is what is the what is the shot you want to make into that green? What does an ideal approach shot look like for you? Well, if the pin is on the right side of the green, let me tell you about the angle you'd like in. It's, it's an approach coming from the left side of the fairway. If you're approaching from the left side of the fairway, you're giving yourself, again, keeping it over the short grass as long as possible. Versus over the right side of the fairway, now you're limited in the amount of, of green and angle you have to work with. So ideally, we're going to hit a drive to the left side of the fairway. And let's say, uh, we're going to say, for example, my strength is about a 120-yard shot. So I'm going to hit a 240-yard shot. I'm not going to just wail on a driver because what, what would that get me? Well, a driver might get me to 75 yards, which is a shot I'm at okay at. But it's also, it's also going to present more trouble. It's going to present more risk. And I feel very confident that I can hit the green from 120 yards. So what I'm going to do in a perfect world is I'm going to play my stock shot down the left side of the fairway. I'm not going to try to shape the golf ball off the tee because mainly because I've created a shot that I can trust, which for me personally is a, is a soft draw. And if that soft draw misses, it's going to fade off to the right. So I'm going to aim at the left side of the fairway with my soft draw. And then if I miss, it might be a little bit of push, and that push is still going to leave me in the fairway. Now, an underlying thing to, to reiterate there is I have a semi-predictable ball flight, and if my ball flight's not predictable, I have a predictable miss. Now, a lot of you listening are going to say, well, I'm not a professional, I'm not this, I'm not that. And it's all understandable. We come from different stages in our development cycle. But just because you're not there yet doesn't mean you can't make decisions as if you intend to be good one day. And you want to start the decision-making process or the habit-forming process early. The earlier you form great habits, the faster your learning curve will be. And I'm going to bet on the player all day long that has the best habits, practice routine, uh, self-assessment for their golf game, and foundation and system for making their decisions and skill set. So ideally, we're going to play something down the left side. I'm going to play something down the left side because I want a 240-yard shot. So I'm just going to rip a hybrid down there. If I hit it really well, it goes 240. If I don't hit it really well, it goes 220. And then I'm going to be left 120 to 140 yards to that green from the left side. Pin is on the right side of the green, okay? So the most ideal shot to that pin is a fade that starts at the center of the green or left of the pin and then works its way or bleeds towards that pin. And that is the most ideal shot to that pin. But a question you need to ask yourself is, what is the shot I'm playing that day? Well, if you've hit a draw every shot that day, I would not recommend trying to hit a fade out of the blue. If you're feeling confident working the ball, work the ball. But if you're not, play your stock shot. And as a rule of thumb, course management rule of thumb, we want to put the ball on the green in as least strokes as amount as possible. So if I'm playing a draw that day, maybe I'm going to aim my draw at the flag or just left of the flag. And if I hit a good shot, you know, I'm on the green, I'm pin high, hopefully. Or if I hit a bad shot, that shot I was talking about that bleeds to the right, uh, I'm, I'm next to the pin or maybe I'm just right of the pin, but I'm still on the green. 
What I don't want is I don't want my miss to get me in trouble. I don't want to incur trouble because I missed my shot. So an example of a really safe play there, if I was 180 yards and I was concerned about the safety of my shot, I would just aim it at the middle of the green. And if I missed my shot, I would push it. Or if I hit it well, I would be on or near or around the middle of the green. And that's our, that's our basic course management strategy is to get it on, the, get it on there. Now let's talk, let's talk about this really quick. And, and this just relates back to what we were just talking about. But let's say that pin is in the front right part of the green. We want to get the ball on the green, remember that. And, and I, I don't say that because it's like a simple thing to say. I say that because it's, it's really deeply woven into the statistics of golf scoring is if you get the ball on the green, you're, you will shoot better scores. When we're making decisions, we wanna play or error towards the wide side of the green. So for example, I have a 120 yard shot, ball is in, or the pin is in the front right corner of the green. If anything, I wanna miss just past the pin and I wanna miss towards the middle of the flag or towards the middle of the green. Getting that ball on the green is a good thing. So I just want you to take that into your course management strategy. For example, if the, if the pin was in the back of the green, now maybe we don't wanna fly it all the way back to the green because we don't want that risk. A lot of this is gonna go into your confidence on your ball striking that day. Are you striking it really well? And then what is the risk you're okay with? Are you okay with short-siding yourself? Generally, we don't wanna do that. But what is the risk? Now, another thing is like, I've seen players from 75 yards aim away from the pin. And what I would say is, you're new to the game, yeah, get the ball in the middle of the green, but if you've been playing for a while, you should have developed your wedge game to a place that you don't need to aim very far away from the flag inside of 100 yards. From 100 yards, we should pretty confidently be going at the flag or within a couple yards of going at the flag. But again, it all kind of, it all kind of stems back to what is your analysis for where you're at in your game? What is the risk you're okay with? What is the liability you're okay with on the golf shop? And do you have a predictable miss? Are you getting the ball airborne consistently? These are all factors that we have to take into it. But what I wanted you to really take out of today was we want to play in a way that keeps our ball over the short stuff, over the fairway for as long as possible, and then give ourselves the opportunity to hit the green from the best possible angle. And then another advanced course management strategy is if you are really good, you're kind of balling like these PGA and LPGA tour players, you may even from 100 yards, you may say, okay, the, the flag is in the middle, uh, the, back, this, the slope of the green slopes from back to front, Okay, ideally I wanna putt uphill because uphill gives me a higher percentage chance of making that. So I'm gonna play a 98, 90 yards, 99 yard shot. I'm gonna to try to hit the flag, but if I don't hit the flag, I'm gonna be one or two yards short and I'm gonna putt uphill because uphill is ideal. But all this stuff, the fundamentals of course management really boil down to your reverse engineering the golf hole. How would you like to play into that hole? What angle gives you the best odds of playing into that hole? And, and how do you get the ball on the green as fast as possible or use your predictable ball flight to get you on the hole or your predictable miss? If you don't have those things, that's okay. But again, we wanna start developing the good habits early. Earlier the better, build great habits. You're gonna play this game for a long time. I'm gonna bet on the tortoise all day as long as the tortoise and the hare. If the tortoise understands their game, if they're working on it, that is my winner over the long run, over the long haul, all day long. All right, I appreciate you all for hanging out for another podcast. Do me a favor. This is your homework. Send me your questions that you have about any part of golf swing, any part of course management. We're going to do a listener Q&A podcast coming up in two weeks. Send me your socials if you want me to, if you want me to give you a shout out. 
Uh, send it to my email. My email is right linked below. I want your questions. Once you get done with this podcast, hop on, write a list down, send them to me, and I'm going to select a few of them. We're going to talk about listener q and I want to involve you all. I want to know your perspectives. I want to know the things you're personally struggling with, and then we can take it from there. Appreciate you all for being exactly who you are. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week. Bye.